Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The DVE Morning Show. Did we figure out yet why everybody hates Terrell Pryor? No. Other than, I guess he just talks a lot of smack. Mm. And he's from a suburb of Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh! Well, it's reason for Pac-Man to hate yeah. him. Trashman Jones. Flat out. Here's a Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. Mainly cloudy for us today. Snow will be developing by noon and continuing through part of tonight. 34 your high for the day. Mostly cloudy tonight. Snow lingering early into the overnight hours. We drop to 19. Clouds, some peaks of sunshine for tomorrow, but colder. From Severe Weather Center 11, I'm meteorologist Valerie Smock. It's 25 degrees now at DVE. The news is brought to us by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. I'm Val Porter. ExxonMobil CEO Rex Tillerson is President-elect Donald Trump's pick as Secretary of State. Trump said on Twitter yesterday he plans to officially announce his selection this morning. Tillerson has close ties with Russian President Vladimir Putin, but has no government or diplomatic experience. And it looks like former Texas Governor Rick Perry will lead the U.S. energy Department as a member of Trump's cabinet. That is according to NBC News, sourcing two members of the Trump transition team. Perry serves on the board of Dallas-based Energy Transfer Partners, the company building the controversial Dakota Access Pipeline. He is famously remembered for his goof in uh, the 2011 presidential debate when he couldn't name the Energy Department as one of three government agencies he wants to uh, or wanted to eliminate if he became president. Now he's going to head up that department. Not only can I name it, I'm heading that department. And I also wanted to eliminate it. Wasn't yeah. that the thing like that gets left out is that he was talking about eliminating three things? Yep. Amridge area schools are closed as the teachers union tries to hash out a new contract. Schools will be closed today while teachers go on strike following a negotiation yesterday. The three-hour meeting resulted in no new contract for teachers. Union members have been working with an expired contract since the summer of last year. The two sides have been trying to work out a new deal since January of 2015. A new British study says there is a link between social networking and depression. Psychologists say Facebook depression can occur when you compare yourself negatively to others. Those most at risk are people who've replaced face-to-face contact with family and friends with text messages, emails, and phone calls. Experts say it's an even bigger problem during holiday time when you see countless photos of parties, happy families, and gifts. Don't Just don't go on Facebook, especially right around now, the holidays. It's insufferable. People are posting pictures of... <laughs> Christmas dresses and poinsettia plants, and it's it's just, it's too much, especially if things aren't going well for you. Just don't do that to yourself. Get out. Get, just, get out of Facebook just, and get out just, of the house. Just log off and get out. A bishop in Ghana sure does have his hands full when it comes to answering his male followers' prayers. Bishop Daniel Obinim claims to be able to make your manhood bigger by gently massaging it. Men from all over attend his church where he performs a ritual in which he walks around a room, grabbing men by the crotch. In some cases, he gives it a little shake. 
Not surprisingly, Bishop Daniel also claims to be able to do the same for women and their breasts. He says, if you do not like the looks of any part of your body, come to me. What do you want that I can't offer? If you want big buttocks, I can do it for you. If you want big breasts, I can help. If you have a small manhood, I can change them all when I come to the spiritual realm. All right. Where's this church? Give me the address. (laughs) In music news, Metallica is quite busy promoting their new album, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. The band will be on Wednesday's episode of Jimmy Kimmel Live. The band is scheduled to do several songs on the show's outdoor stage, which I think is the same stage David Lee Roth broke his nose on. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure. To start the tour? Yes. Hey, guys, we're about to... Oh, my nose is broken. All right. <laughs> Hold on. We're going to start this again. Uh, You can catch the performance on ABC at 11.35 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night. And Metallica's Kirk Hammett is worried about the environment. In a recent interview, the guitarist says he has a problem with President-elect Donald Trump's view on climate change and will stand up and take a more active role in politics if necessary. He also promised not to take his views to the stage, explaining, quote, I, not Metallica, but I will take it upon myself to get involved. If there's something I see that's seriously wrong and I really feel it's my job to say something and to call out people who need to be called out, end quote. Cloudy with snow today, mid-30s. Enjoy this balmy weather. High on Thursday is going to be like 10 or 15 degrees. Oh, terrible. Uh, So hopefully we'll get those doors open right at 6.30 for uh, the DVE Morning Show Christmas (laughs) broadcast on Thursday. Uh, Snow and teens overnight tonight. It is 25 degrees at DVE. And it's a shot right off of Smith, and it goes in on Scott Wilson's shot from the left side. The Penguins strike first and get a 1-0 lead. Oh, it's time to buy new shoes. Hansel comes over to help out. The sixth quarter gave it away, and Benino fires it in. Hansel had it, lost it, and Benino makes him pay. And the Penguins have a 2-0 lead. Oh, start frying the jumbo, Homer. Extra crispy, please. Nick Benino. Malkin finds it. It comes to Kessel. Sets it up, and another quick play here with the Penguins. Trevor Daly to grab the loose buck. He gets it home, and the Penguins lead 3-0. And you'd have to be here to believe it. Russ with it. Shoots and scores! Brian Russ from the tie slot. Snaps it by Smith from long range. And the Penguins have a 4 nothing lead. Right side to Malkin. Slapper. One-timer stop. Rebound Crosby. He puts it in out of midair. Hallelujah, Hollywood. Sidney Crosby right out of midair on the rebound. And the Penguins make it 5 nothing. Leave it for Kessel. Shot, score. Off the glove of Domingue. Kessel drives it home, and the Penguins have a 6-0 lead. Well, call Arnold Slick from Turtle Creek. Kessel earned that goal on the whole ship. Schultz again a shot. Score! Orquist might have touched it on the way in. And the Pens have another goal, and they get the touchdown. They lead 7-0. Yeah, if you were scoring that one at home, the Pens scored a touchdown last night. Pretty good game to go to. Those poor Coyotes. For the listeners that won tickets, for the listeners that took advantage of our discount, our 30% discount, uh, that that was a fun game to see last night, no? They've just exploded in scoring in the last couple of weeks. Sid the Kid slaps me silly again. 21 goals in 23 games. He just slaps the puck out of the air. He's toying with the NHL, Val. Just toying with them. I don't know. I got a little worried. He took that stick to the face, and it looked like he hit his head off the ice. Yeah. 
they they were talking about that game, in the broadcast, so. but yeah, just see, it's he is he is unstoppable. So the Pens get a good win last night, a, a fun game to watch. It just got ridiculous <laughs> after I don't know goal four. They just kept scoring. So Mike will have the full recap of that game. Plus, the Patriots beat the Ravens and helped the Steelers' chances in the in the AFC North. And also yesterday we talked to. The one, the only, the man, the myth, legend, Rocky Blyer. And we got to talk to him about his one-man show that's coming up here over the holidays called The Play. Rocky B.E. Sports. Mike Pursuta with your sports right now on the DVE Morning Show. Mike, what's going on? There was a time not all that long ago when the Penguins were having a hard time getting off to fast starts. But that was then and this is now and the Penguins... Started quickly again last night against the Arizona Coyotes simply by getting the puck on the net. The Coyotes into their own end. And Smith comes out of the net, plays it near side to Chicklet. Couldn't get it out. Picked up on the left side, though, and the Penguins have it. And it's a shot right off of Smith, and it goes in on Scott Wilson's shot with the left side. The Penguins strike first and get a one nothing lead. Now oh, it's time to buy new shoes. Smith just looks bewildered. He doesn't know how the puck ended up and is uh, through it. Because he was screened, Mikey. He was completely screened. He was completely screened by Tom Kuhnhackel, who didn't get an assist, but provided the drive to the net and the timing of the play perfect. Kuhnhackel skating in front of the goaltender and the puck right uh, behind Kuhnhackel. one nothing. Penguins by the midpoint of the second period. It was starting to get out of hand. Once again, it will be only matter playing the puck in. It took a weird bounce off, and Smith went to play behind the net. Last second, he recovered and got in front of the net and courted it away. Rust with it. Shoots and scores! Brian Rust from the tie slot. Snaps it by Smith from long range. And the Penguins have a 4 nothing lead. Not long thereafter, Sidney Crosby provided the exclamation point. Cross it over to Malkin. Malkin on the power play for the Penguins at Trevor Daly of Pittsburgh. Center point to Latang. Right side to Malkin. Slapper. One-timer stop. Rebound Crosby. He puts it in out of midair. Hallelujah, Hollywood. Sidney Crosby right out of midair on the rebound. And the Penguins make it 5 nothing. Ridiculous. He's just out, out there playing home run derby, Mike. Yeah, he's done it, he's done it before. This, this one he kind of had to wait until... The puck came down below the goal line. He sort of flinched a little bit and then held his ground. And it was a check swing, yeah. And then and then uh, swung, a solid single again. up the middle. Uh, that was uh, number 21 for Crosby, number five for the Pens. They wind up winning it 7 to nothing over the Arizona Coyotes. That's 19-7-3 now for the Penguins. 41 points. Tops the Metropolitan Division. The Penguins and the New York Rangers both have 41 points, but the Penguins have gotten there in 29 games to the Rangers 30 in the Eastern Conference. The Penguins trail only the Montreal Canadiens who have 42 points in 29 games. And if you look at the NHL's overall standings this morning, you see five of the top seven teams are from the Metropolitan Division. The Canadiens top the heap with 42 points. Pens are second at 41. Rangers are third with 41. Philadelphia fifth with 39. Columbus sixth with 38 and Washington 7th with 37. Metropolitan Division is apparently pretty good this year. It's going to be uh, an interesting uh, second two-thirds. The Penguins the have been good the last couple of years, Mike, at making hay while the sun shines early. 
almost while no one's paying attention, they put themselves in good position for the postseason. And then insurance in case there's a spate of injuries. Exactly. They can weather the storm that comes with the late-season injuries and still be okay because they they, they build up such a a nice lead uh, in the beginning of the year. Um, You know, certainly last year they had their troubles when they had to eventually fire uh, then-coach Barbie Doll. What was his name? Mike Johnson. Yeah, Mike Johnson. (laughs) Barbie Doll. Why Barbie Doll? I don't know. He just reminded me of the Ken Doll. You know what I mean? (laughs) He did have that... That unmovable hair. Yeah, that's all. I it's about as forceful. An expressionless as, face. About as forceful as speakers to Kendall. Yeah, I, I like him just fine. He's a nice guy. But uh, Jason Mackey was going to be on the show a little bit later on this morning with some great insight into Mike Sullivan and his dealings with the players, especially early on, and how he had to sort of establish himself. And uh, you know, sometimes Mike, you don't have to go in there and beg and plead for all the players to. Uh, give you a chance that sometimes you just got to go to work and do the work and talk to the guys and his matter of fact approach to everything really seemed to pay off. And uh, it seems that the personal conversations he had with the guys off the ice, which were impromptu after that four game losing streak that started his tenure here were the impetus for everything that followed. I mean, look at what he did for Latang alone, pulling him from the doldrums. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it is, uh, yesterday was the one-year anniversary of Mike Sullivan's yeah. hiring, not his first game, but 52-23-8 in that year span, 52 wins and 112 points, second in the NHL during that span. Uh, I, I continue Unreal. to be amazed at how he got this team to realize that they were basically mentally soft, that they were weak, that They're at the first soft. sign of adversity they crumbled. Mm-hmm. They whined, they bitched, they moaned, they excuse made. And Sullivan knew this, as he told me last year, because he coached against them in the league. And he basically told them, but he didn't attack them that way. He said, we've got to be more resilient. We've got to be more resourceful. We've got to be more mentally tough. He didn't say they weren't any of those things. He said, you got to improve these areas. And uh, the other part of it was just looking at the standings and the relatively bleak picture, the the kind of day to day approach was let's just get better today, let's let's try to get the power play better today, let's try to get the third line better today, whatever they needed to work on, let's uh, let's see if we can win two in a row, little tiny successes that built up in the long run to getting on a roll. They just uh, and then the things that happen that you need to happen if you're going to make a run, an injury to Malkin that somehow forms an HBK line that ends up being one of the most explosive lines in the NHL. Yeah, that kind of stuff probably happens more often than not to championship teams where there's an element of chance to it, mm-hmm. and they're at a position where they can handle it because they're confident, because they're mentally tough, because they have enough resources to plug in. Right. They certainly, they had a great minor league system here. They had all kind of talent. Uh, we saw it come up all year last year, and we've seen it in recent years, but his ability, Sullivan's, to be the master puppeteer with these guys and and get these guys to maximize their own talents individually and collectively by not becoming deterred. And let's face it, they would become deterred at the drop of a puck. And everybody knew it. They looked like they deterred they before he came in here. And they, they don't do that anymore. Now, <laughs> that, now that what do they recognize for this year? Coming from behind in the third period. Coming back right. from two goal deficits. Nothing phases these guys. Quick break. We're going to come back more. DB. Join Randy Bauman and the DV.
All right, it's the DV Morning Show. Mike Pursuta finishing up uh, a year after Mike Sullivan has been hired. The Penguins find themselves one cup richer. And a superstar who seems reinvigorated. Although, boy, Sid has a way of reminding us all the time that he never really goes away. Um, there are times when uh, we've debated whether or not, well, have the concussions caught up with him? Whatever has happened since Mike Sullivan has become coach of the Penguins, the light switch is back on for 87. Started scoring goals again, which he was not doing prior to that. And the 21 uh, continues to lead the NHL this year. He gets them by going to the net and going to the traffic areas and the, mm-hmm. the high contact areas. And uh, he gets them as he got them last night, just doing stuff that would seemingly be really difficult for just about everybody else to right. do. And he just kind of... Does it so swatting uh, them out of the air, banking them off the goalie's ass, whatever it takes. Yeah, just kind of assess the situation, figure out what's got to be done, and then go do it. Uh, Pencil host Boston on Wednesday. Great Monday night game last night between the Ravens and the Patriots. Not that it was expertly played, but man, were they going after each other, and the emotion was flowing, and uh, both teams in playoff mode and as intense. Uh, as they could be, and it ends up 30-23 to 23 New England. That's good news for the Steelers. I wonder how many Steelers fans were rooting for New England and feeling really bad about Oof. doing that. I Begrudgingly. Mean, yeah, I don't know what you do in that uh You let them do your bidding. Yeah. Well, look, yeah, you're the trying to win the enemy of my enemy division. is my friend. Yeah, take them out. And, you're, uh, you're looking for them to beat the snot out of each other is what you're looking yes. for. They were going at it. That was, and uh, that always happens. This that, has become one of the great rivalries, in my opinion, in the AFC. I'm right there with you. They keep me. What they say it was four times in the last seven years in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, and it uh, all started with the the uh, the play that Belichick made up that was within the rules, but outside of the sportsmanship, maybe of the game type of thing, or I don't know. And then who was it? Not Bart Scott. Who got on him about that? I can't remember, but basically one of the New England players said, I don't know, maybe you guys should read the play, uh, the rule book. Yeah. And well, then I, I think Suggs just turned to them. It's almost like they lost focus with the Steelers, and and their hatred was directed at the Patriots for a couple I of years. I know they hate the Patriots, and I know Terrell Suggs refers to New England as that team up north. He never says Patriots or New England. Um, That's awesome. I love stupid petty stuff like that. Yeah, they it's Ravens uh, believe, as the Steelers do, that uh, the Patriots got some stuff that uh, they shouldn't have. But Tom Brady is Dexter. I mean, he is a serial killer. Yeah, when it was it was twenty three three New England early in the third quarter, and then the Patriots uh, muff upon fumble a kickoff, and all of a sudden it is twenty three to twenty, and Tom Brady responds with a seventy nine yard touchdown pass to Chris Hogan. And that basically ended 30 to 23 Patriots over the Ravens. So it's the Steelers at eight and five, leading the AFC North over the seven and six Ravens. Uh, the Ravens now on the outside looking in in terms of the wild card. They are the eighth seed. The Steelers are the three seed. Baltimore uh, will play Philadelphia this week, then uh, travel to Pittsburgh on Christmas. Finish up with Cincinnati. Steelers have the Bengals, Ravens. And the Cleveland Browns roster move for the Steelers yesterday as well. They said goodbye to kicker Randy Bullock and promoted wide receiver Demarcus Ayers from the practice squad. Ayers was the first of two seven round, seventh-round picks back in April. And Randy Bullock saved our butts. Did a nice, uh, nice job when they needed him to. So he's gone, but uh, well, I was going to say he's gone, but won't be forgotten. But he'll be forgotten. Yeah, he'll be forgotten. But he probably shouldn't be because he, he helped.
couple big ones in the first half of that Giants game. Who are we talking about? Damn it, I already forgot about him. <laughs> That's your DB sport. Thanks, Mike. Coming up at the top of the hour, the marijuana awards have been handed out, and Uber users will get a sneak peek at the new Star Wars movie. We'll tell you how coming up at the top of the hour. Speaking of Uber, <laughs> our friends at 412 Food Rescue have launched an app. So if you want to help them this holiday season, what they do is they take food so that it won't be wasted, and they get it to the people who are hungry. It's that yeah. simple. It's like from grocery stores or restaurants. And I watched a documentary on food waste once. one time. They said, I think it's 40% of the food that's produced in this country is thrown away. So 412 Food Rescue right here in Pittsburgh. Efforts to put a stop to that. You can be a part of that effort by downloading the 412 Food Rescue app at the App Store, Google Apps, wherever you do that kind of thing. And you sign up to basically be a food Uber driver. It's a really cool deal. And a great way to be involved in something that might not, if you have a couple of hours and you're hanging out, you can download the app, check out, and see if it's possible for you to give them a hand. 412's Food Rescue app from uh, our friends here in Pittsburgh at 412 Food Rescue. Charlie Batch Talks Dealers, Matt Yeager and Jeff Skoron. They're Greg and Donnie. Greg and Donnie. Greg and Donnie. From the uh, web series, Greg and Donnie. Which pre- it predates Pittsburgh Dad and it had always been sort of like a uh, multi-cast, multi-person cast. Uh, and are they multi-coast as well? They are now, yeah. It, but uh, I believe it actually also was more Johnstown than Pittsburgh. But at any rate, it's so funny. And uh, Jason Mackey also going to join us. They're going to join us to talk about their holiday special. Jason Mackey from the Post-Gazette talking pens. Ian Petrella, he played Randy in A Christmas Story. He's at Carnegie Museum of Art Saturday and then at the Arcade Theater on Saturday night. We'll talk to him about his legendary role as Randy. You think he's all bundled up coming in here today? It's pretty cold out there. Ralphie's little brother and Billy Gardell live at 9 a.m. knock him down? Here on DVE. <laughs> Download the free iHeart. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.